Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends. It's another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. It is Tuesday and it is icy. Here in Indiana. I mean, it's everywhere. On the roads, the sidewalks, the trees. Driving home from basketball, the ice was on the antenna and it was bending back. Days like this always, always remind me of my time in Iceland when I was in high school. Spent a summer there as an exchange student. Now, I was there in the summer, so it wasn't crazy icy, but... If you went into the interior of the country, there were glaciers, volcanoes. It was truly the land of fire and ice, the land of ice and snow. It was the first time in my life I had been that far away from home, completely surrounded by strangers, different culture, a different language, learned many lessons, many lessons. Some of them were Learned with a smile on my face, and some of them were learned with the opposite of a smile on my face. But one thing I did learn, I learned to be alone with myself. I mean, really alone. You know, you think you're alone day-to-day life sometimes, but you're really not. You're in familiar surroundings. You're not far from people that you know, especially today with technology. You're never really alone. You might feel alone. You might not be talking to somebody. You might be lying in bed staring at the ceiling feeling alone, but mom, dad, husband, wife, brother, sister, kids, friends, somebody is not far away. Even if you live in a home alone, you're in a town you know, people you know, familiar stores. So even in those moments that you feel alone, it doesn't take that long to get out of that, be around someone. One result of that, by the way, when you're in familiar surroundings all the time, it's easy to be distracted. You start going inward, having some deep thoughts, it's easy to be taken out of those thoughts. But when I was in Iceland, there was nothing familiar to distract you. You were alone in the unknown. I spent most of my time living on a farm, northern part of Iceland. If you look at a map, You see the northern coast of Iceland is far away where most of the population is. I could leave my house, climb up on a hill and look out, and there was not a sign of civilization for miles. The next home, I believe, was about a three or four mile run. Closest town, 20, 30 miles away, and it was small. We're talking a few hundred people. I'd go for walks, I'd go for hikes, you'd be gone for hours, be on top of some rock, overlooking a fjord leading out to the ocean, and you were alone. And when you're that alone for hours and for days, and you want to be around something familiar and you can't, you learn what it is to be alone with yourself. You hear voices The earth speaks to you. Random rocks in the middle of nowhere begin to have meaning. Birds are more than birds. They're companions. 
You go out day after day, see the same birds flying overhead, you'll learn to recognize them just like you do human beings. Heck, I was attacked by some. I'll never forget. I was jogging. And I was going to go on a run at this one house where there was another exchange student and I knew. It was probably six miles away. And I'm on my way jogging, and I go down near this fjord, and there are all these seagulls, and they must have been looking at me like, what is this creature? And they started attacking me. And I mean, I had birds hitting my head. It was like out of an Alfred Hitchcock movie. And again, I started talking to them. I recognized the one bird that really wanted to get me. When you have moments like that, you'll have thoughts. One day, what I thought at the time was a pretty profound thought, and I've learned as many years have gone by, it was, in fact, a profound thought. It was like life unfolded in front of me. It was weird. Sitting there, it's like I was hearing voices in the wind. It said, life would be filled with great wonder, but also great suffering. Now you hear suffering, you hear that word as a young man, you have all kinds of grandiose thoughts. I'm going to go off to war and suffer. You know, it's going to be great love affairs and suffer. You don't really understand what that means. The disappointments, the failures, the stresses of life that can come your way that you have no clue of until you experience them. Times you feel abandoned, times you feel alone, times you feel like you've wasted time, times you feel like life has rushed by and you've missed something, times you realize there's no second chances, there's no going back, you're kind of stuck where you are. What are you going to do with it? But even though I didn't really understand what suffering meant, what it might mean for me, it did say to me that to live is to suffer. To live is to suffer. And that any time you can overcome that, it is a triumph. To live is to suffer. You will suffer. In a weird way, it prepared me for the rest of my life. Whether it was jet crashes or all sorts of other things. Maybe it's the hopeful side of me. Maybe it's the side of me that no matter what happens, I want to take it and try to use it for something else. Maybe it was warning me. Maybe it was just an observation. Heck, maybe it was just the musings of a teenager in a foreign land and a few of them are going to make sense, you know? A broken clock is right twice a day. So <laughs> if you have a hundred what you think are profound thoughts, it makes sense that a couple of them just might be. But on days like this, when there's ice on the roads, the sky is gray, we're in the middle of troubling times, to say the least, I look back to that young boy up in the mountains on moments feeling like the weight of the world was on his shoulders and in other moments feeling like there was nothing to be worried about. Life was free. All you had to do was run in the hills and watch the birds and lie on your back in the sun and dream. And that was it. Either way, to live is to suffer. And any time you overcome that is a triumph. Now, what's that maybe mean for you today? 
if you wake up and you're feeling like you don't want to get out of bed and you get out of bed, that's a triumph. You look at your bank account and there's not as much money in there as you wish you had. And you go to work and you work hard and you take a step in another direction, that is a triumph. You're in a relationship, someone you love tells you they don't love you, they leave, they break up with you, and you pick yourself up and you say, I can love again and I can love people. And you move forward, that's a triumph. You really suffer, you have a child die. You get cancer and you don't know if there's hope. A parent dies unexpectedly. Whatever. And you just get up and you face the day and you're kind to somebody else. Makes you aware that other people could be suffering silently. And you don't know. That stranger you pass in the store and you smile at him. That's a triumph. You can look at life is a series of suffering. <laughs> hurts to be born, hurts to die. Or you can look at it as an opportunity to triumph, to overcome. Instead of looking at the ice and thinking, I can't get out, I can't drive my car. Maybe you just walk in the woods and hear it crackle under your feet. You look up, you see how the birds deal with the ice, how they have fun with it. You wonder where the little animals go when it's icy like that. And you wonder. And you make that day a triumph. Almost every day we face is an opportunity for that. To look at the things that could make us suffer. To look at the things that could make us despair. To look at the things that could make us feel life. Life is an unbearable journey. And turn them into daily triumphs with a smile with looking up at the sky with hugging somebody you know one thing I found I read this a long time ago but if I'm not feeling good maybe I'm mad at my wife maybe my kids are not behaving and I just reach out and I hug them and I hold them and I touch them rub a shoulder it's amazing how that changes your mindset and the person you engage with. Now, they might be so mad at you, you don't want, they don't want you to touch them. So back off if that's the case. But in general, a hug, a touch, you know, turning that moment into something else can be a special moment. In fact, I know in my life, some of the times that I felt closest to my wife, to my kids, was after things were tough. And there we are together in our home, in our room, Overcoming it, realizing that we've accomplished something, we've overcome. So my friends, as you face the rest of this week, maybe there's an ice storm where you live. Maybe it's a financial storm, maybe it's a faith storm, maybe it's a moral storm, who knows what it is. Face it, knowing we all suffer, it's okay. To live is to suffer. And in that moment, you overcome it. It is a triumph. It is a triumph is worthy of raising your arms and saying, yeah, as Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl again. It's a triumph. It's a great day. Each day, an opportunity to overcome. 
Never forget it. I learned that lesson as a young man in Iceland, and it stayed with me my whole life. Thank God. So until next time, my friends, tomorrow, hopefully the ice will be gone. But if it's not, maybe I'll walk outside and listen to it crackle under my feet again and look for the birds and the squirrels and the little creatures. Aim high. Spread your wings. Keep your eyes on the things that matter. Those daily little triumphs that make life an adventure. No matter where you are, who you are, what land you're in, or what's happening to you. I'm your host, Silouan. Until tomorrow, peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.